0: D.H. News, Cultural Heritage Informatics, Digital History and Museums, with Professor Sean Graham,
1: Hist 4916A, Carleton University. Well, folks, it's been a very long term, mm-hmm. but you are doing it. You've made it to the final few weeks of this course. And one of the things that I think the work with the code notebooks is showing you is just how much of digital work in the context of galleries, libraries, archives, and museums consists of cleaning data, of manipulating tables, of making sure that this piece of software speaks to that piece of software. There's a lot of what we used to call donkey work in doing digital work in the glam sector. So... The only thing I can say to you now is that it comes with practice, experience, practice, and the willingness to reach out to other people for help when you need it. Nobody does any of this work in a vacuum. Nobody does it in splendid isolation. And nobody necessarily understands how to do this work from the word go. If you've found it difficult, that's okay. What I'm trying to teach you is not necessarily the ins and outs of how Python or R work, but rather how to learn how to learn to do this stuff. So when the course is over, all of this material will still be online. It'll still be there for you to practice with. What I'm after now is for you to think through What happens when it doesn't work? How do you find a solution? Where do you go? What steps do you take? Every single one of you is capable of doing this work. It just comes down to practice and habit and exposure, really. There's a walkthrough in our Discord channel for the the notebook from week nine. Take a look at that, use it, adapt it accordingly. There's also a really good notebook in week 10 showing some other ways of cleaning data and extracting useful bits and bobs from it. Your final notebooks, I'm. if it all comes together for you, great. If not, that's okay too. The notebook is there to make your work replicable and to give you something to work from in the future as you continue to practice, learn, and grow. Your reflection also helps you contextualize the work you were doing, what you were thinking, and why you were thinking it, okay? That's the kind of transparency that I'm after. That's the kind of habits of thought and practice that will make you ultimately successful. I know it's been a struggle, but you should feel proud of everything that you've accomplished. Just look at where you were when you started in January. Today, we're joined by Danuta Sirhus of the Agnes Etherington Art Gallery at Queen's University. Danuta is a former graduate of the MA in Digital Humanities at Carleton University, by the way.
0: Hi, I am Danuta Sirhus, and I have been asked by Dr. Graham to come speak to you today about what I do in the area of cultural heritage informatics. I would just like to begin by acknowledging our presence on Indigenous land. While I am speaking to you in a virtual podcast space, I am physically located in Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional territories of the Haudenosaunee, Anishinaabe, and the Huron-Wendat peoples. As a white Woman of settler European and Canadian heritage, I must reflect on my positionality and the privileges and ways in which I have benefited from the colonial project that has its foundations at the heart of what we consider to be Canada today. I encourage you all to consider your own positionality on this land and to act on whatever privileges you might have so that we can contribute towards the work of decolonizing our institutions, systems, and our minds. So who am I and what do I do at my institution? I am the Digital Development Coordinator at Agnes Etherington Art Center at Queen's University. I am a Carleton University graduate from both the Bachelor of Humanities program and the Masters of Arts in Art History with a specialization in digital humanities. I also have a postgraduate certificate in Interactive Media Management from Algonquin College. And I have also been taking a few courses lately on um, user experience design from OCAD U. I have been with Agnes since December 2018, so two years now. And I have been working to move forward a sustained digital transformation of the museum through opening, expanded and multimodal access to Agnes's collections, exhibitions and research through digital means. My primary project has been to carry out a major four year initiative to enhance the online presence of the Bader collection of European art, including augmenting. availability of critical research on the collection, developing templates for online exhibitions and digital publications, and creating engaging in gallery digital experiences for visitors. I've also been leading the coordination of Agnes's first digital strategy, a refreshed website design, which launched in January 2020, and the creation of Digital Agnes, which is a new online space that brings together all of our digital programs and highlights the cutting edge research and interactive projects that we have been doing at the gallery. So this work that I do um, mainly involves a lot of project management and coordination between various stakeholders at the museum. So like working with contractors and uh, curatorial collections and program staff, as well as various other people across the museum. And doing a lot of administrative work as well, so um, program evaluation, uh, monitoring Google Analytics, speaking with visitors about their experiences, doing quality assurance for pro- projects, and also just the day-to-day, like email, um, managing budgets, and making sure that people get paid, so through um, monitoring invoices. Uh but on a much higher level, I think what I'm doing is changing the culture at the institution um, into one that is digital first and um, developing projects on a less ad hoc and project-specific basis, which, uh, uh, yeah, building infrastructure will help to do. What is the greatest challenge you are currently facing in terms of the digital aspect of your work? Um, keeping on top of all of my work. <laughs> um, I think I'm only joking, half joking on that one though. Um, but since the, this, the onset of COVID-19 and the pandemic, um, the requests for digital programs have only accelerated. Um, so I think one of the biggest challenges right now is to keep that sustained momentum for digital engagement and new initiatives ongoing within an organization where we already have a relatively small staff and everyone is always busy and um in trying to find ways to keep a consistent content and engagement strategy um for digital and for programs ongoing um and this isn't just uh, specific to to where i work but mostly just specific to the field at large can you describe for us a moment where the digital, uh, quote unquote, changed how you did or do your job? Hmm. I think digital technologies have always been a part of my work in one way or another, uh, from doing research in databases and online in school to doing more hands on digital work, such as digitizing, describing and making available information about cultural heritage I items in archives and museums. Um, I think the greatest moment of change in my work where the digital is concerned actually took place in graduate school when I was taking the digital humanities program. And I think that is really where I started to think about digital technologies differently, especially in um, a way where they could inform uh, Humanities views, uh, like in art history or in um, historical research and just in cultural, more broadly, um, especially as a way of uh, communicating about museum collections to inspire and create dialogue. Uh, and when you start looking at things digitally, it's not just about the art object itself anymore, but a much bigger network of information and knowledge. And details that you might not see when you're looking at a, like a painting on its own. Like you have the internet in a web browser, or a metadata, or zoom in to details, or use artificial intelligence to see similarities across an artist's body of work. So you get to see things in different way, which. Um, and then when you bring in uh, other networks of information, you also start to see how cultural information, how they are connected and provides additional and layered contexts, like social, like bringing in social or political or biographical data around, let's say, an artwork. Uh, it just ends up having a much, much richer story. Where do you see cultural heritage informatics? heading in the future um it's an interesting question to answer this year particularly uh i think with much of the field uh digital engagement and cultural informatics will have to kind of reassess how and why we do things and for whom uh it's been a long time coming, but the pandemic exposed a lot of cracks in the ways in which museums are operating. And in, and it's also pushed the industry to rapidly expand into the digital realm for programs and communicating with audiences on a completely different level than it has been operating on um, previously. So... A lot of us have actually recognized that we cannot go back to whatever form of normal, uh, whatever normal was. Uh, we can't go back to it um, in a pre-pandemic time. Those systems were just not working. Now, I think a lot of what I'm hearing from co- colleagues across the museum tech industry is how is like, how can we mobilize digitalization for radical care and collective and more communal ways of knowing and developing more communal programs in a a digital sphere. Like, for example, one of the goals at Agnes that we have been moving towards in a very intentional way over the last few years and on an ongoing basis is how to indigenize our ways of working and to better represent indigenous art and indigenous ancestors that are in our care. So, in a digital or online realm, um, I think we're, we'll definitely be looking towards, like, how can we develop platforms that better reflect community access methods, because not all of that information should or can be accessed by certain groups of people. Um, how can we better incorporate Indigenous languages and language revitalization into our efforts? And... Um, How can we explore the ethics around Indigenous data sovereignty for metadata within our collections? And also using digital tools, um, how can we promote the continuation of Indigenous craftsmanship and artistic practices through different means? Like creating videos and audio podcasts and 3D models and high-res imaging that look at an object to see how it was made so that future generations can learn from those um practices. So, I think uh more broadly, uh museums just need to be less gatekeepy about <laughs> that's an official term, gatekeepy about what we have in our collections when it is appropriate. And it isn't always. But I do think that we need to open up access more broadly for new contexts and ways of knowing to enrich Knowledge And so that more varied points of view can come through and what we do have online and working with communities to develop new methods of care. Like, what do those look like digitally? Um, And what are the possibilities within that realm? It's kind of an ongoing question. What advice might you give a student interested in the intersection of museums and cultural heritage informatics? I think always be curious and don't be afraid to fail. Uh, the field is constantly evolving and there are many opportunities for learning, um, both in successes and failures. Learning uh, tangential things, you don't know where it might take you, but it's always beneficial. Um, and to think more broadly, like outside of museums, sometimes too. Um, I I would suggest uh, learning basic business skills, uh, like project management, uh, dealing with budgets and strategic thinking skills and such. Um, Those are always going to be helpful um, and transferable skills uh, to learn. also just learning, like, various digital media skills, um, like knowing how to craft a video or storyboard something or how to uh, put together a podcast or just, like, some very basic um, HTML and um, kind of understanding of, like, how websites and um, how those things work together to create uh, digital engagement strategies. Um can be very very helpful in keeping the visitor centered in whatever you do. Um, so getting their feedback early and often when you're doing a project, it's it's very, very important. And I guess just lastly, I'll just say generally, just be open to different ways of thinking and use the skills that you have to create digital platforms that will advance social justice and change um, and new ways of working within museums. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Um, thanks very much for having me. And um, yeah, I hope what I said was useful.